0: not a hearer only. say I'm a believer of the word. I'm a doer of the word. I'm not just a hearer of the word. Say the word of God is for my profiting. The word of God is for my benefit. so I'm not an ordinary person. I'm born of God. That Abraham had. And that blessings manufactured which had blessed him in all things. And when the scripture says all things, it means all things. It didn't say some of the things, or a few things. Or he was, he was, well taken in age, and died. Could have said that. But I said he was well taken in age. The Lord has blessed him in all things. May the Lord bless you in all things. Amen. 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 So we went into wealth transfer, and today we are talking about wealth multiplication. But you see, can we take our seat? Being spiritual, when it comes to prosperity, kingdom prosperity is so important. There are certain things that cannot be handed into the hands of those who are not of full age. Amen. Amen. There are certain things that cannot be handed into the hands into the hands of those who are not of full age so being spiritual in the kingdom is not something left for certain people So, being spiritual in the kingdom or making spiritual advancement spiritual progress in the kingdom is not reserved for pastors or reserved for certain church leaders whilst we become busy doing our daily activities and then we leave spirituality to pastors because they are the one to preach no making spiritual advancement advancement is a necessity in the kingdom making spiritual advancement is a necessity for kingdom prosperity or for the blessings to manifest making spiritual advancement prospering spiritually first prospering spiritually first you must prosper spiritually before you prosper materially. And your spiritual prosperity is dependent on you, your attention to the activities of the Spirit, your engagement in the things of the Spirit. Write them down, it's so important. I believe that we are entering into a generation that. We are going to be experiencing great manifestations. I believe that. I believe if nobody does it, I will do it. Yes, sir. That's why I was born. I'm born into this world to do mighty things, not to walk around. What do you guys think? And we will do it. Will we do it? Join. P- say it every time, but we will do mighty things. Yes, sir. Do we say it every time? Yes, if we can't say it, we can't possess it. What do you guys think? So making spiritual advancement is not reserved for certain people. Or being spiritually prosperous is not reserved for certain people. You have to be prosperous spiritually in order to be prosperous materially. Why? Because we are talking about prosperity that comes supernaturally. Is there such a thing like that? Yes. How do we know? Because the scriptures tell us. Are we believers? Yes. Are you born again? Yes. Then if you are born again, what the scriptures has told you is what you believe. Is that not simple and short? So we talk about wealth transfer and how the spirit of God is able to transfer wealth, and we talk about certain things that the spirit can do or the Holy Ghost can do with regards to wealth transfer that is beyond the human reasoning. And then we said that most of us are all here. We are, most of us are unable to experience such kind of manifestations of wealth and all that because we have not given ourselves to growing spiritually. And so we've not given ourselves to faith in the word of God. We've not given ourselves to the word of God. If we want to prosper materially in the kingdom way, in the kingdom way, Say, in the kingdom way. The kingdom. Then we have to prosper spiritually. You understand what I just said? This is so important. Your givings can't yield the kind of returns it has to give without your spiritual progress. No. Your givings can't yield the kind of results. Your titans, the, Many Christians give tithes and not see any results. Meanwhile, he talks about the windows of heaven being opened, and the kind of blessing that he says there is there will not be enough room to contain. When he talks about not enough room, when he was talking at that time, they were farmers. Amen. Amen. But when, when he was talking about their storehouses, there will not be enough room for your storehouses. The kind of blessing that there is so much multiplication with regards to your farm. That there will not be enough room for you to even install. Now, when we are bringing it to the modern world, it's talking about there will not be enough accounts. Financial accounts to contain them. And many ask questions. Why do we give? Why do I pay my tithes? And all that. And there are Christians who don't even, who, who, who don't ask themselves questions for results. See, one of the things you can do is to ask yourself questions. Why there is, I'm not experiencing the results that the Word of God says I should experience if I do it Do you hear what I said? So the word says that if you, if I, if you pay your tithes You open the windows of heaven and part a blessing that there will not be enough room How many Christians all over the world that are experiencing that kind of blessing where there is no there is no The your account is so full that you are, you are transferring some from place to place. There is not enough room to contain How many Christians? Are these things exaggerations? No. But it's because when we get born again, we never grow spiritually. And some reach a level where it looks like they have arrived. Spiritual growth. Now I'm there. I can heal the sick. That's all I was after. That's why I said that spiritual gifts and spiritual growth are two different things. A person can function in spiritual gift and not necessarily be spiritually matured. Do you hear what I said? Unfortunately, when people begin to function in spiritual gift because the Spirit of God speaks to them or because they are able to manifest the Spirit in their minds, they have matured. See, but that is not maturity. The spiritual gift is not for your benefit, the spiritual gift is for the benefit of the body of Christ. So you can't measure what has been given to you to profit the body of Christ as a means for you to to have matured. I don't know whether you got what I just said. You are are functioning in a gift to profit all, or to profit the body of Christ. But it doesn't mean that you have matured. Maturity has to do with personal and consistent access, giving attention, attendance to the word of God. Practicing spirituality, practicing the activities of the spirit. Do you get what I said? Practicing the the activities of the spirit. Like meditation, it's a a spiritual activity. Do you get what I'm talking about? Watching the movie, it's a physical activity. But spirituality, but meditation is a spiritual activity. Praying in the spirit is a spiritual activity So practicing spiritual things And exercising your senses Exercising your senses Exercising your senses So spirituality has to do with practicing spiritual activities and learning to exercise your senses. Did you didn't hear what I said? Am I teaching something this morning? Who is hearing something? So, one of the major problems is that we have raised religious Christians in the body of Christ, we have raised baby Christians, we have raised church. What? Church attenders, there's a word like that. We attend, we just attend church and enjoy the church, and we go home. But, but, but Christianity is beyond that. We attend the church to learn, to grow, to measure our growth. You ought to be able to measure your growth spiritually. If you want to see the, I'm talking about Abrahamic blessings. And when they will look at certain things, where, where God showed up in a person's dream and said, you're a dead man. And the man or the king had to beg for his life and transfer wealth into the hands of, of Abraham. And I was asking, can God show up in somebody's dream because you need to be wealthy? Have we, have, you, have we come to that stage? So many think, of oh, what well, the things we are sharing, they are not true. There are even Christians who think that we are saying they are not true. See, it's because you don't know what is in the book for you. And unfortunately, what we have made available online free to you have decided not to ever listen. Is that true? But God showed up on behalf of Abraham and went to the man's dream and warned him, And the Lord made the household of Abimelech, all of them became what? Barren. Because Abraham was in that household. And something of Abraham had been taken. And God was so moved that Abraham's wife had been taken by Abimelech. Even though Abraham lied or told Abimelech that that was his sister. So Abimelech was arguing with God and telling God that, will you also kill a righteous person? He was the one who lied to me. But even though he had access and spoke to God and all that, God still had to plague the household until he took his substance and gave to him. But he plagued, do you understand what I'm talking about? He plagued Abimelech's household until Abimelech transferred wealth to Abraham. And spoke to Abimelech and said that Abraham is a prophet and will pray for you. And after he's prayed for you, the barrenness will be broken. Can God do that for you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Can God show up like that for you because you need wealth? Those are questions you ask yourself. If God can't show up like that for you, then you have not come up. Because we are the seed of Abraham. We are the what? That means that we are children of Abraham. So what our father, our father Abraham experienced, we have the right to also experience it. But you see, that experience was not just an experience based on nothing. It was an experience based on a walk. A man's walk with God. To the point where God came to Abraham one day and said, Abraham, walk before me and be perfect. That means I come to maturity. Don't just say I left my father's house and I'll be, it's a work of faith. You don't know. Even me, I left my father's house and left everybody. And, and I went to a land that I didn't even know about. And no, no, no. After all those sacrifices of living, he came to him one day and said, Abraham, walk before me and be perfect. So in Christianity, we also walk with God unto perfection. Did you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? Who is hearing what I'm saying here? So don't just stay at the church with your name in the book. No. Come up. Come up. The fortunes of the kingdom are for those who come up. In the years to come, we'll be experiencing a lot of powerful fortunes, prosperity, wealth. But it will be for those who who have come of age. Those who have come up. Those who are not just hearing Pastor Prince today. I've said it before that yes, yes to come, you won't hear me like this. When I say it looks like I'm talking, I'm just talking. Did you hear know what I said? he will profess into somebody's life and everybody says he's still a man of God, is it my life? I don't know where I'm going to. I don't I know where he's going to. <laughs> is that not strange? When you are in the dream and you are in this you are not even in the dream you are lying down in the spirit of god shows you somebody's well the last time i was talking about what was his name brother emmanuel i said i see you walking this is it was after that that he came to turn about all that you said is true this 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 i was just sitting down trying to look through my bible hmm. so where we are going we are aware of yes, sir, amen yeah. but we are talking about we are preparing you for the wealth that is needed For us to go with, I said, What we are preparing for the kind of wealth, and it's not for everybody, it's for those who are interested. I've I've realized that in Christianity, all the rights we have and privileges are for only those who are interested. So, there are a lot of masses in church, but not many are interested in what the scripture says should happen in their lives. Some of us are interested. Oh, sir, I'm interested. I'm interested. Who heard what I said? It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter when you came to church. It doesn't matter how many years you've been in the church. You've been in the year, church. Some have been in the church for 10 years. Some for 5 years in churches. Some too have been for 1 year, but their work with God is solid. Did you hear what I said? Go to Hebrews 5 and let me show you something there before we come back to what we are talking We are hearing somebody shout glory. Glory. You know, I always have a lot of things to share. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 13 to 14. Is that not powerful? So making spiritual progress. I say it every time. Engaging in spiritual activities. Like meditations. Like praying in the Holy Ghost. Like engaging in certain days of fastings. They are all spiritual activities. Being, being part of church service is a spiritual activity. Being part of what? Church, church service. Even making it a, 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 a what we call to come to church early is part of spiritual activity. Are you hear what I'm saying? It's very important very important. Is that not powerful? powerful. See, for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Uh For everyone that useth milk is unskillful. So, he's letting us know that there are people who use milk. Is that not true? For everyone, that use that milk. So within a church, there are those who feed on milk or who are using milk. For everyone that use that milk. Says that person is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a babe. Continue. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not teaching this scripture today. But, but then he says, but strong meat belongs to them. That are of full age. Do you see there? Strong meat belongs to them. Strong meat. Say strong meat. Another translation says solid food belongs to them. Who are of full age. Who have come to perfection. Who have come to completion. Strong meat belongs to them. See, 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 is that not powerful? It shows that it's not everything that belongs to, some, belongs to all of us in the church. There are certain things that belong to certain people. Oh, I didn't hear glory to that. I said that means that there are certain things that belong to certain people. Even though we are all children of God, there are certain things that in the mind of the Spirit belong to certain people, like strong meat. So strong meat doesn't belong to everybody. Solid food doesn't belong to everybody. In the same way, certain level of prosperity doesn't belong to everybody. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Because it says that the one who is feeding on milk is unskillful. Then it says, but strong meat belongs to them. Strong meat belongs to them. Solid food belongs to them. Who are of full age. So the only people that we give, or that the Spirit of God will give strong meat or solid food to are those who are of full age. To the rest, you give them milk. So in the household... In Pastor Fer's household, Baby Esme may be drinking milk, but Pastor Fer may be eating solid food. Is that not true? The reason is not because Baby Esme is not as human as Pastor Fer is. But the difference is in the growth. One is a baby, one is what? A man. So, depending on whether you are a baby in Christ Jesus or you are a man in Christ Jesus. If you are a man in Christ Jesus, certain things belong to you. If you are a baby, there are certain things that belong to you. Did you get what I said? Yes. So, it strong meat belongs to them, to them, to some certain people. Some to are unskillful, they are babes or babies. So we ask why we give, see, there is a a level of growth where you're giving, produce the the results the same day. It's a level of maturity. I've I've said it before, I said, there is a law of uh, seed and harvest. But there's also the law of multiplication. Where the seed is multiplied there, not in the next day, not in the next year. I'm talking about financial seed. If you are here, shout glory to that. Oh, God is able to. It says that. It says that. Uh, what? What? Second Corinthians chapter 9. When it's about God is able to multiply our seed sown. I love that scripture so much. I don't know why. It says that so that we've been sufficient in all things. Is that not strange and powerful? Why are following what I'm teaching? So you see, don't, don't, this is not the time to relent. It's not the time to relent. It's the time to fight to be spiritual and take what has been given to us in Christ. He says the lamb was slain to, to give us what riches and glory and honor and blessings We have to see glory manifesting in the church. You are not not hearing me. You are showing glory to that. Are you following me? So there are certain solid fruits like what I was sharing on Wednesday that does not belong to everybody. So you see some people's faces on Wednesday. You see that this one is still somewhere. He doesn't believe in certain things that the scripture says we should believe in. You do hear what I said? When he says that to the sinner, he has given the task of gathering to give. The Christians can't believe that that can happen. But they are born again. The Bible says it. Oh, yes, the Bible says it. But if somebody else had called them and said that, I have gathered some money I'm coming to give to you, they will believe that what the man is saying is true. Maybe the man may be lying. We believe in things. Don't we believe in things? But believe in the word of God and practice spirituality how do i do that by practicing spiritual activities engaging in spiritual activities when i say practice spirituality what i mean is that engage in spiritual activities like listening to watching in nation listening to pastor pastor prince as you listen to what you miss the wednesday service you go back and listen Because it says that they are foolish who, by reason of use, even those who, by reason of use of practice, have their senses exercised. When you engage in spiritual activities, you exercise your spiritual senses. That's number one. Number two, you also exercise your physical senses. So you are able to bring your physical senses in subjection to your spiritual senses. You hear know what I said? Yes, sir. I've said before that you can be sitting down and, and be hearing prayers in your ears. Meanwhile, you're not praying. There's a staring. You just be hearing it. It's supernatural. You hear that. You look at, is there prayers going on somewhere? You realize that in the whole area nobody is praying, but you can hear prayers. That is the Spirit of God causing you to pray. You can be asleep and an angel will knock your leg. It happened to me I think two weeks or three weeks ago. An angel can even pull your leg and you just wake up and you know that somebody pulled my leg. Do you hear what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. You can be asleep at 1 or 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock, you hear bang, 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 bang. You think somebody is knocking your door. the time you open, nobody is there just to pray or meditate or study. These are activities that happen to spiritual men, or those who have a heart to be spiritual, and have started a walk, did you hear what I said? Yes. You can't, you can't be serious and be sleeping in prayers. You can't, unless you just fell in a trance somewhere. You can't be making spiritual advancement and be sleeping. No. You may even not be a leader. We say we are praying every 12 o'clock, but you've heard it. We don't have to make you a leader for you to join the 12 o'clock prayers if you really want to pray. who is following what I'm teaching here. Get serious. That's what, that's what I'm telling you. Get serious. If we want to walk in the Abrahamic blessings, one day, I think before we end this whole series, I will take Abraham from Genesis throughout for us to look at the life of such a man. The life of such a man. We, we talk about the blessing. Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. That's all. But we don't talk about the work of Abraham with God. From one stage to another stage, to another stage, to another stage. Stages of work. Say stages of work. Say, of work. say phases of work. Phases of work. Faces of work. Abraham. And that's the reason why we talk and we say Abraham's blessings are ours. We are blessed with the faith of Abraham. But we are not realizing the Bible says Abraham was rich in gold and was rich in cattle. We read it on Wednesday. I'm just some of you were not here to know what some of the things we shared there. Very powerful to go back midweek service Wednesday and watch it for your own benefit, not for me. For which benefit? benefit. Your own benefit. Because whatever you are interested in, you will follow after it. Is that not true? If you are interested in church. You follow after. What are we doing? What is the next thing in church? If you are interested in the message. You follow after. What did Papa say? No, let me go and check. If you are also not interested in it, you will just treat it as a normal something that just happened, and you are not concerned. Did you hear what I said? No matter where you find yourself, whether in Ghana or in Brazil or Cote d'Ivoire, or Togo, God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. You don't need to relocate to be rich. Yes, many have relocated. They are not rich. Yes, they are working, but they are not rich. When we talk about wealth, do you know what, what, have, what have we are talking about? Abraham was rich in gold and in cattle. And the Lord had blessed him. His substance, when the Bible mentioned Job's substance, did you see it? How many people have relocated and they have that substance? So it's not about relocation. It's about the fact that God is no respecter of persons. If you will, spe- will be spiritual, even in the desert, he will furnish a table there for you. Yes, Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. There are people who are out there who relocated, who you are sitting down here, you are richer than... They are just snapping pictures. Some of them are just snapping pictures and showing. Some are saying... You don't know how much I receive every month. I receive so and so every month. After, you see, prosperity is not about what you receive every month. Let me even talk about money. It's not about what you receive a month. It's compare what you receive to your expenditure. But sometimes people are just, I'm living in, you don't know how I receive, I receive 1,000 uh, pounds. I receive 2,000 pounds. Compare the 2,000 pounds to your expenditure in the month. Before you can now say that, now I've even gotten something off. Unfortunately, we who are in Africa, we don't even compare anything. Because we have not had the privilege to go there to see what is there. Is that not true? So whatever people say, we just believe. I've always believed that wherever I find myself, God can bless me and prosper me there. I've always believed that. I've always believed that as long as I'm led by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost will perform his word in my life. I've always believed that. I've never believed in riches based on number of people in church. I've never said it. I've never taught it. I've never spoken about it. Because God doesn't do things based on number of people in church. In fact, when you say the scripture, you see that how God deals with few numbers. You'll be shocked. Eight souls. Twelve disciples. How many of Lord's... We will come to Lord very soon. Family were saved. Abraham mentioned 50. He said, if I even find 50, I will spare them. (laughs) Who who is hearing what I'm saying? So wherever you find yourself, what's important is that be spiritual. That should be your... Wherever you find yourself on this earth, once you are in... Tune with the Holy Spirit, once you are an acquaintance of the Spirit, once you are having this kind of intimacy with the Holy Ghost, and you have a walk with God, He is able, He is able to do what? Do anything, cause any wealth to come to your to your hands in any way, say anyway. In any way. But scripture. Anyway. That's what the scriptures say. So the one who does not know God, he causes him to gather for the one who knows God. But where are the ones who know God? So the strong meat belongs to them. Say strong meat. strong meat. I've never. I don't pray, Lord, let my church. Become, I'm just. I just want to be spiritual. I just want to. I've said it Sometimes I sit on there say, one of these days, I'll be the one to multiply my own church. It's a grace. It's an ability. If Elijah could multiply loaves of bread, can't he multiply churches? If Elijah could say borrow vessels of all neighbors, it's just like go and open branches all over, they'll all be full. That's prophet Elijah. And these are men I'm greater than. I thought you said I'm also greater than them. (laughs) But you see, there is a spirit of power that causes that. There is a spirit of what? If you are hearing this teaching, just shout, Papa, this is powerful. This is powerful. Is Is it powerful? Powerful. So make spiritual advancement. Measure it year by year, month by month. Some of you it's been six months. You don't remember the last time you even fasted for six to three. Or even prayed more than an hour. You're in the what month, month? Eighth or tenth? Ninth. And we are going. Are we going? But when you look at yourself, you are saying this year God has not blessed me. Papa said "Papa said this. But look at, measure your spiritual growth to what Papa said. And see something. You'll be shocked that from January, you'll not be able to even count the number of days you have prayed. Or even fasted. Or even stayed alone to just meditate on some scriptures that concern what you are doing. Or the times you spend listening to some of these messages. Why? By listening to these messages, you are creating that atmosphere, a spiritual atmosphere. You will definitely take the character of what you hear over and over again. You will definitely take the character of what you hear over and over again. In this life, it's like what you hear over and over will, will definitely become part of you. Whether you hear it consciously consciously, or unconsciously. Do you know that? Whether you hear it consciously or you decide to hear it, you don't decide to hear it, it will become part of you. What you hear again and again and again. If you live in an environment of insults, over again, you, you are in, in a home of insult, insult. By the time you are three months in that house, you don't know what happened, but you just insult a truck driver. Then you say, ah, This is not how I was even trained, though. Is that true? Or you live in an environment where everybody is eating and eating and eating and eating. Nobody, nobody really fast and all that. You will would, you would be eating and eating. You will not know what happened. They are always talking about food. You, you will not know. You will just be eating. Even when you decide to fast, you will be eating. Unless you have spiritual discipline. Or you are spiritually disciplined. The same in an environment where people don't go to church. Your parents don't go your mother doesn't go your father doesn't go your siblings don't go you are the only one coming to watching this. after a period of time by the time you check you are looking for you are running, around, running around. while you are looking at those who don't go to church you do uh, not go again or an environment where people are talking against ministers talking against giving talking against church talking against do you understand by the time you check you are, you are doing the same you are also talking against or you stop giving or you've stopped praying, or you've because people are talking against church. And some of you, you are spending all your time on such an environment, social media. Social media. So you are filled as I'm speaking. It's a speaking of clothes, and let's go. But in your mind, you are filled with all kinds of things. And the most amazing is that when we share the word of God, you... Most of us cannot be filled, most Christians are not filled with the word of God. They are fully persuaded about it. But they can be filled with all the nasty things they see and they hear on, on the social media and be so filled with it and tell them Do you know that? Do you know that? pastor you know that? So create that environment. I've said it, have I said it over and over again. Create that environment. Give yourself to meditations. It says meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them so that your profiting may appear unto all. It says that you may have good success. You may prosper and have, and have good success. He says meditate. Did you hear what I'm saying? Just yes, says meditate. So make spiritual, look at something, make spiritual advancement. And measure that spiritual advancement, measure. We are, in, we, are, we are in September, right? Measure from January to September. Apart from Baba, Peace, 10 days he just introduced. Have you been fasting or pray? Do you fast and pray? Do you, that should be put fasting aside. Do you pray how many hours? Two of you leaders are still praying one hour. One hour. At this time, you still can still pray one hour and enjoy one hour. I say, one hour. Papa has only instructed us to do one hour. So that's why I'm doing one hour. Some of you are leaders like that. Some of you cry no leaders. You are in church. You can't remember when you prayed for 30 minutes. One hour. Nothing spiritual. You are exhibiting nothing spiritual. If you are there, shout glory. glory. So, certain things belong to certain people. Certain things belong to certain people. If you want to see certain things in this life, you want to see the blessings manifest in a mighty way. As the scriptures say, then you must give yourself to spiritual practices and exercising your senses give yourself to what spiritual practice and exercising your senses there is a there is a an experience that you have it's an experience sometimes you see you can have such you have remarkable experiences that's why I said that your senses—you train your physical senses to be in subjection to your spiritual senses. You train your spiritual senses to, even, to your physical senses to be able to sense your spiritual senses. Yeah. How many have been praying? And when you begin to pray, you are sitting there and praying. And suddenly, you begin to shake your legs—your legs shaking or your hands shaking or some both begin to shake. If you've, if you've experienced that before, let me see your hand. The body is responding to your spirit. The body is responding to your spirit. So, the more of these spiritual exercises you engage in and practices, the more your spirit dominates your physical senses, or your spiritual senses dominate your physical senses. Oh, there are a lot of experiences I can't share with you. Shout glory to that. A lot of experiences. Last I told you, when you speak in tongues and suddenly you see that your eyes begin to close and open some way. Has that happened to you before, Brad? You yes, right. are just there like this. But when you begin to speak in tongues, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, suddenly so it looks like there is this kind of fog or mist or some kind of thing that just comes on your eyes like that. Then you, you begin to feel like you are making some progress in the spirit as you are praying. Suddenly, you see that you can't stop the prayers. There are times you want to stop the prayers and you can't stop. Those are all experiences. Those are, those are the trainings I'm talking about of your spiritual senses. You don't need to do something weird. There are all these things we keep saying over and over again, they look, it's prayers, it's prayers. But like I said, we have, I don't want to go into that, but we've made prayers a kind of give me. So we've not really enjoyed the communion in prayers. The whole prayers is given. So there are some people as I'm speaking to, they don't explain it because their prayer life is more of give me. They join all the online give me prayers so that they will give them something. Build yourself up. Look at what I say Build yourself up. Be spiritual. Then the blessings of Abraham will come to you. It is not singing, Abraham, blessings are mine. Abraham, blessings are mine. I'm blessing the field, I'm blessing the Abraham, blessings are mine. After that, you dance and go and be less spiritual. this says, the air, as long as he is an abuse as long as he is feeding on milk, this is it's not different from a servant. The man lamented in the he says, I've seen, I've seen an arrow under the sun. That the kings are walking and the servants are on on, what? They are riding. The kings are walking. And the servants are riding. Is that not what is happening now? The kings are walking and the servants are riding. He says the air, as long as it's a child, is not different from a servant. It's not different from a servant. He's an heir. He, in fact, he calls the Christian the heir. When the queen died, we said that the heir apparent to the throne is what? The prince. Now he's a king. Whether they've made him, I don't know about that. But he's the heir. Is he the heir? There is no, nobody is now coming to I'm also an heir, Sam. Let's, let's, no, no, no. The heir. It's a definite article the air so another name is 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 the air yes, yes, is that not true we well, are Alfred the air sister so and so the air is that not true but this, as long as that air remains a child it just this is English. this is no English Oh, I said, is this not English? It's, English? it's English. It says, the heir, as long as he is a child. It's like in a class, it says, as long as you don't do well, you repeat. Is that not true? Yeah. It's the heir, the one who has the inheritance. As long as he is an nephew, as long as he is a baby. He it says it's not different from a servant. He is not different, so you can compare the baby Christian to a servant. You can say that as long as you're a baby Christian, you are also a servant. Who is a servant? Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Who is a servant? That's the problem. So come up, come up, look at it, come up, come up. Don't, 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 don't be at the baby who stage and remain a servant. You are serving everything. You are being controlled by everything. You are ruled by everything. Nothing is working in your life. Most people say, Nothing is working in my life. Check yourself. You are still a servant. I said, What? When you are making spiritual advancement, you will know. I can, you can even preach like me and still not make spiritual advancement. shout hallelujah So that's a very important requirement when it comes to that that's why I'm spending time on all of this from Sunday concerning spirituality it's a it's a it's a non-negotiable requirement when it comes to kingdom prosperity spirituality and it depends on your level of spirituality it depends on your level of spirituality it can be a spirituality one or spirituality 10 But it's a non-negotiable requirement when it comes to kingdom prosperity. Your giving is not as important as your spirituality. Since God is not mocked, whatsoever a man sows. So if you sow, you invest yourself into spiritual things. Since God be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, he shall reap. He that sows to the flesh. Here he's not talking about money. He's talking about your, your life as an investment in the kingdom. You are, like I said, doing this. You are consumed by spiritual things. You hear anything spiritual, you're going towards it. You hear any program, the ministry, you're going towards it. Is that not powerful? Please follow what I'm saying. So, you 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 can't underplay the role of of growing spiritually when it comes to prosperity. This is what i things I've said that one of the things in the kingdom is that. All the blessings and all that, even though God gives you all wealth, He makes you a steward of the wealth. You're a steward, and the Bible talks about the faithful steward and the unjust steward. The one who is given to be in charge and take care of God's wealth, and is unjust when it comes to it, unfaithful, and as the one who is. And all these things are watched closely by the Spirit. Oh, shout glory to that. Lord. So we are talking about supernatural means of wealth. You can't receive supernatural means of wealth whilst you are canal. It's just like you are giving what? Your car keys to a child to drive. See, you can't receive supernatural means means of wealth. Or wealth supernaturally when you are still canal. The thing is bigger than you. You can't you can receive what is bigger than you. You collapse. Is that not true? Can you carry what is bigger than you? You can. You collapse. It to it to says the one who falls on the stone. <laughs> but the one that the stone falls on will be crashed to pieces. It will crush you to pieces. Did you hear what I said? As powerful as the blessing, it even becomes a stumbling block for some people. Some people's feet. And all that. So get spiritual. You give because you are spiritual. You give with a spiritual mindedness. Did you hear what I said? You pay your tithes with a spiritual minded with, with spiritual mental to understanding spiritual mentality not out of uh, that's what he said and god loves a cheerful giver not out of coercion oh shout glory to that glory. so make we have all the time make spiritual advancement look at the television make Spiritual advancement. spiritual advancement so you can say make spiritual, make spiritual advancement as I say a make spiritual advancement, make spiritual advancement. Practice, spirituality. practice spirituality see that see what the scripture says one day two men three men were passing concerning Abraham one was God they were men two angels and a man two angels and God. But these were three men. And they were passing by Abraham's territory. And the Bible says they were passing by. They didn't go to Abraham, even though they were going to Abraham. But they had come for an agenda. The agenda they had come for was to go inspect Sodom and Gomorrah and either destroy it or leave them. So God with two angels had appeared as men on the earth when. and they, are, they were going, their agenda was Sodom and Gomorrah. The agenda was not Abraham. Because the saints of Sodom and Gomorrah had come to heaven, had ascended. And God himself said, let me go and inspect and see. Then he came to go and inspect. But when he was going, he passed by Abraham's tent. Did you hear what I said? So he was not coming for Abraham. He was going to Sodom, and happened to pass by Abraham's tent. And Abraham was sitting by the door somewhere and saw three men. Now if you are sitting by the door in your house or gate in your house or wherever and you see three men, you just think that they are just men passing by. Because many men had been passing before those three men came. But Abraham could realize that these men were not ordinary men. In fact, he could sense that this is God and two angels, even though they had come as men. He did not appear as God, he came as a man. And called them in, and washed their feet. Says, come, 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 come. Please. When you read the scriptures, he was begging them that they come to his house. He was begging. Today's generation, we insult ministers of the gospel. We call and insult this generation. Then when we finish we go to the church and dance and expect blessings that is not your portion See, that is not your, my portion spiritual men don't insult ministers of the gospel Says the spiritual man judges all things he didn't say the man of God judges all things Says the one who is spiritual says he judges all things when cases come before him, when he hears news about ministers of the gospel and their churches, bad news, he judges all things. He's able to sit down and judge why it is like this and pray for them. The spiritual man judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man because he knows what to do. So this man came, Abraham washed their feet, and Abraham ran to Sarah, the Bible says he made haste and ran to Sarah and said, Sarah, I have brought these three men into the house. Please cook for them. Being hospitable. Some of you can't even host a man of God. You are not hospitable when it comes to any minister of the gospel. Yes. You are hospitable when it comes to your friends that you went to school with, your friends, your work people. You can cook what When a man of God comes, you give him water. They are not hospitable. And these are, this this are, are simple, simple things we must all learn as Christians. Being hospitable. Also you miss, you miss there, there is a time of visitation. There are times, as we read the scriptures, you see a lot of that. The time. This was the time for Abraham. This was the time of his visitation. Abraham had seen God severally. But God had visited Abraham severally. And even showed him the stars. And all that. But when you read this, this particular time, Abraham was stricken in age. He was old, very old and stricken in age. Yet he had no son. The promise had not yet been realized. And God was going to Sodom to go and destroy Sodom or inspect Sodom. And was passing by his tent. And Abraham could realize, could perceive that no, this is, these are not ordinary men, and brought them home, and told Sarah, and this is where wives come in. We say cook, he say you, your husband says cook for these people. I brought you I mean I won't cook. Am I your maid servant? And all that. They 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 could have missed it. I'm just trying to see the whole story. We read it like it's just nothing. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I said, do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. Who is hearing what I'm saying? Who, who is enjoying what I'm just saying? He, he ran to Sarah. He ran to Sarah and said, Sarah, I've brought these three men. I've washed their feet. Kill a ram and do a, a soup or a food right now for them. In a haste. The Bible says, in a haste. Because the men were in a hurry. You do hear what I said. I said, did you hear what I said? Yes, and Sarah immediately gathered papa, papa, and cooked and gave it to them. And they ate. I'm talking about the same Abraham whose blessings we are partakers of. Who is the father of faith? And this man ate the food. Three men. God ate Banku that day. And the two angels ate Banku or Fufu, or whatever they did. I'm shout glory to that. Glory. I Many years ago, many, many years ago, I never entered Pastor Obed's house. Oh, Pastor Obert, my mother is here, that's why I'm saying it. I never entered Pastor Obed's house. This is about 2008, 2009. As a student who had now graduated, and was now, God says this, and my whole head is turning upside down, left and right. I never entered Pastor Obed's house and came without a food. Or without money, never, never. There are some. In fact, sometimes the elderly people call, do well. Now, the young young ladies, LOF. I don't know if you have a meeting on that. Young young ladies, we don't have time. We don't do the. It's true. It's true. You miss a lot of things. You miss a privilege to to be hospital. It's a great privilege. You don't know what will come out of it. it. Says, don't be negligent of what entertaining strangers to entertain, to do what was God entertained by the fufu that was done. It was entertained. It was entertained. The day I went to Pastor Nanes' house with Pastor Fair one of the days, and the mother did uh, uh cabbage because for my house and the mother did uh did some cabbage and what i don't eat in people's homes i don't eat that was trained like that but for some reason i eat in certain places too what do you guys think did some cabbage and so i never forget that from that day i said this woman if anybody says this woman is like i say you are all lying <laughs> you're all lying I say it every time in the house because I was very impressed with us going to the house and see what do you want to eat and going to the kitchen to cook rice and do all of that and give it to us and we, we vimmed it. You remember I was over we, oh Jesus. I want to do a waiting in their homes. I'm trying to give you some examples of some people. The young ones today have spoiled and I say it with all boldness. Don't want to have Social media has spoiled the system. I was in the room, in his room, doing waiting this about three or four years back. And all that. And the mother will come and knock on the door and say, Should I come and take your bed sheets? I was shocked. I'm like, ah, this is your house. Because I've been to somebody's house before that Charlie. I ran out of the house. is here we ran out of Reggie Manuel. We got. Do you remember that? Allah <laughs> like I've seen things in this life. We ran out. We ran out of. In fact, we ran out of hunger. We were so hungry. We got a what? A, a, what was the name of this? Mango. I said, no. We can't stay in this house. We'll collapse by the time you come. Papa and all is fasting. He will collapse here. She will come, knock the door, and say, can can. Why what is happening? Won't you eat any food? I said, No, we are fasting. It's there fast. Oh why? You won't eat any food? They even should come, you eat any food, you no, we are not breaking your fast. What about your bedsheets? My bedsheets. Is that not a blessing? blessing. The Lord bless both of them like that. Yeah. And and every heart desire they have for their children may it all come to pass. At the right time, one of the days, at the right time, when we have become big, we talk about the story. But it's a blessing. It's a great blessing to be hosted by people that are elderly, and you feel like you are even the one, like you, you and they are serving you. You are like, wow, wow. Sarah did the same after god ate and was satisfied and i like it because he ate and was satisfied food has a rule food has a role. it says bring me what venison why the venison the venison stirred the spirit and prophecy started going is that not true even god is fed by two sacrifices i didn't hear glory to that glory. after they had eaten and they were satisfied then God said, Your wife Sarah will conceive. He says, In this same time of life, to let him know that he's not talking about a divine timing, he's talking about a timing on the earth realm. Your wife Sarah will conceive and have a son. And Sarah was shocked because they were all old. Listen, just think about this is, this is a man who God has spoken to, has shown, a, has shown a vision of the stars, has told him, in you shall all families be blessed, and all of that. Now, when it was time for that, particularly had blessed him in cattle in gold. In Abraham's household, it was more than 300 people. He was taking care of them and their wives. But he left the son out until this kind of encounter or experience. Until he ate Sarah's meal, Sarah could not have a child. When God ate this meal, physical food, not spiritual, and was satisfied, he made a pronouncement. The Bible says Sarah was behind the tent, and Sarah heard and was laughing. And that means a lot of things the laughter. And was laughing. And God asked, Why did Sarah laugh? And says, This is the time. In fact, when you read, it says, This is the time appointed. You see it in my red Bible. I've underlined it to the point where I think it's tearing. See, this is the time appointed. Because sometimes there's a time appointed. And you can miss it. Concerning Joshua it says, This day shall I magnify you before the people. The people, Moses was dead. Joshua was leading the people, but he had not yet been magnified before the people of Israel. The one day God showed up and said, This day, Shall I magnify you before the people? And all that all may know that I, as I was with my servant Moses, so I am with you. And truly he did magnify him through miracles. He made the water stand like this because of Joshua to magnify him before the people. So he says this is the time appointed. He told, he told Abraham. Then the, the three men stood up. You read the account. And they stood up and they were on their way to Sodom. Three men going. Then, as they were going, this is so interesting. I say, it's interesting. Is it not interesting? As they were about to leave the house, God himself was contemplating. Should I share this with Abraham? Or should I just go with my men? God was <coughs> God was now contemplating. Should I share? What I really came for with Abraham? Or should I just go? So the Bible says, you you read it, God was contemplating on whether to share with Abraham. And God was telling himself, shall I share this with my servant Abraham? Knowing this, that he shall keep my ways. He shall command his whole children and his household to keep my ways. So that that which I have said concerning him, that in him shall all nations be blessed, Will come to pass. God was contemplating. God had considered Abraham to that point where what was between him and his angels, he had to now tell Abraham. After the contemplation, he told Abraham since we are going to Sodom, their sins have come up. That was when Abraham got to know the reason why God was passing. Oh, shout glory to that. God contemplating on showing, sharing a secret, or his secret, or his agenda with the man who knows nothing about it. Because God had considered him faithful. He has considered him his man. Abraham. A a man after God's heart. Not just David, Abraham. But you see, after he told Abraham... About it. Instead of Abraham saying, Yes, sir, thank you for passing by. (laughs) Then Abraham started intercession. He says, God, this one there, I beg you. So they were on their way going. Abraham was going to see them off. Oh, when you are going to see God off from your house, is that not powerful? Abraham was going to see them off. And as they were walking, he says, God, this one, dear. I beg you, I want to know. So the other men, the Bible says the other men were going. And Abraham and God were communing. I'll give you the scripture very soon. One scripture, it says that after they had finished communing, God and Abraham were communing. They were having a conversation concerning Sodom. Abraham, the Sodom, no one can. But God had to now involve him. And Abraham started talking on behalf of Sodom. He said, God. Because Lot was there. He says, God, so if you meet 50 righteous people, will you kill the righteous and the wicked? And God said, no, if I meet 50, that was their communication. 50 people, no. He says, what about 45? God says, no, if I meet 45 people, think about it. 50 people, 45 people, I won't destroy. Look at the numbers they are mentioned. I'm not mentioning 1000s They say thousand righteous people. 50, 45. He said, what about 40? He says, when you meet when I meet 40 people too, I want story." Then Abraham went back and came back and said, sir, this one there, you read it, it says peradventure. It was like he was begging God. Out of, out of what? Reverence. The fear of God. He says, What about 30 people? He says, 30 people. No, I won't destroy so If I meet 30 righteous people, no. Hey. Then he says, What about 20 people? He says, when I meet 20 righteous people in Sodom, as I know of, no, I won't destroy them. He says, hey, what about 10 people? Then the Lord said that if I, if I meet 10 righteous people in Sodom, I can't destroy Sodom. Wow. And the Bible says, after Abraham, Genesis chapter 18, it says after Abraham had communed with God. I want us to see that commune because I talk about it every time. What do you guys think? Genesis chapter eighteen, you can read from verse sixteen to thirty-three, but I take us to thirty-three, I like the thirty-three. Genesis chapter eighteen, verse thirty-three. See, and the Lord went his way. As soon as he had left, communing. Do you see it there? Yes, he has left what? Communing. Communing, with Abraham. And Abraham returned onto his place. So they were on the way. He was going to see them off and was asking him those questions. And God was answering. God was answering to ten people. Then you know the story. What happened? When they went, He didn't get ten people who are there. Until Sodom was destroyed. But just think about the whole walk. How God came to Abraham. Or how Abraham could identify that this is God coming. How God blessed them. After all the prophecies. And promises. There was a timing for that happening. And God had planned that that timing for the happening. For Isaac to come. He, will, he himself will come on this earth. And come and destroy Sodom. And use that opportunity to bless Sarah and Abraham. But they could have missed it. May you not miss your divine visitations. Amen. And may you not miss your divine timings. Amen. Shout glory to that. Glory. That's Abraham. You talk about Elijah. Where the scriptures say, you see, oh, is the Bible not powerful? That's why if you don't read the Bible, I don't know what you are reading. At least read the Bible. At least do what? (laughs) Because there is reading, there is studying, there is meditation. So at least be at the lower level, just read, like you are reading a newspaper. You, You see? <laughs> I was then by the way yesterday. I said, You go to people's shops and you are just reading the Bible. Have you seen them reading? Hey. So just read the Bible. Elijah, the Bible says, Elijah had gone to prophesy that there will not be rain except by his word. On his way, God showed up and said, Elijah, don't worry, there will not be rain, there will be hunger, there will be famine, but I have commanded ravens to feed you. A man. Shout hallelujah to that. Hallelujah. A man of God, that God can command ravens to come and feed. It means that God came to Elijah and said, Elijah, I know you've, made, you've gone to make the declaration and all that, but I'll be the one to feed you. And then he said, I have instructed, your new translation says, I have instructed ravens, a bird, to come and feed you. I'm just trying to let you know that I'm not saying a bed should come and feed you. I'm trying to let you know the ability of God in providing. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm trying to get your faith to where your faith is in God's ability to provide. That's what I've been sharing from Sunday, Wednesday. Now God's, God's That's why this message should be a message you listen to and have your faith boosted. Say boosted. This, I have commanded ravens to feed you. Many years ago, I meditated on this scripture. I meditated in a 21-day fasting. Just this scripture. I'll just be lying down and I'm, I'm, I'm imagining God calling a bird and say, bird, go and feed Elijah the prophet. And the Bible says that the bird will go in the morning with a bread and with meat. I don't know who baked the bread and who cooked the meat but the raven will carry a bread and meat in the morning and give to, and serve it to the sandwich and send it to uh, what? Elijah. Maybe it's for McDonald's or something. <laughs> Heavenly one. And gave it to Elijah in the morning and then in the evening. It means that the bed had been, by that instruction, the bed had been programmed to take its morning and evening. So it's morning, then he eats. Evening, then he eats. Morning, then he eats. Evening, then he eats. Men who don't only go, know God, but God knows. Men that God, can you, can, do you understand what I'm talking about? Men that God is concerned about. To the point that when they are hungry, God feels that they are hungry. This prophet can be hungry. And he started a bed to take care of this prophet. Morning and evening, morning and see these are things when you read in the scriptures, and you are not reading them just because you want a bed to feed you, but you are reading with the understanding of what God can do when it comes to supply. That's what you're talking about—a table in the wilderness, supernatural supplies. What God can do. Some of you don't have any faith in what God can supply. This is the time to go back and listen to the messages and open the scriptures. This is written. I said, what? It is written for our learning. If God can provide, can instruct a raven, a bird, can't he instruct a man? Then you wake up and you see the food is there. A raven will come. Put it on the table for you. And then go. In the evening, that man was an extraordinary man. May you be extraordinary. May you not by confession. Who is getting blessed by what I'm just sharing? That's why I say make spiritual advancement. The job said, Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Then shall good come unto you. Acquaintance with God. Acquaintance with God. The man had come to that point where the spirit of God could carry his hand like this and take him to Israel. Acquaintance. Such a person cannot say, "I'm struggling in my whatever. Before he opens his mouth, there are answers. Because the Bible never said he prayed and said, "God, please, now that they have stopped the rain, <laughs> will you please do something for me?" Oh, it's a walk." It's what? Until he was asked to go and see the widow. Now, listen to this one. Jesus speaking in Luke chapter 4. Take me there. Take me to Luke chapter 4. Is that powerful? You are talking about money. But money answers to spirituality in the kingdom. You are talking about what? Money. And money answers to what? Divine provisions answer to spirituality. Wealth transfer, wealth transfer. Say, say do your hand like. Say, wealth transfer. Wealth transfer. Say, wealth transfer. wealth transfer. Answers to spirituality. Answers to spirituality. Wealth, wealth. Multiplication. wealth multiplication. No, do like this. Wealth multiplication. Wealth multiplication. Mm. This wealth transfer. Is that not true. Yes, exactly. This multiplication. Answers to spirituality, spirituality. because he that sows to the flesh will reap of the flesh. So if you are reaping of to your senses, you are sleeping your body. You will reap of that sleep. But he that sows to the spirit will reap of the spirit, eternal life. Says to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded, he says it is life. It is peace. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. Luke chapter 4. Am I sharing certain things with you today? Yes, sir. Luke chapter 4, verse 24 to 26. Let's look at that. If you have been blessed, shout glory. glory. It looks like I'm out of time already. Shout glory. we have not even started multiplying and I'm out of time. Just trying to let you know how important this. If you want to, this is the key I'm giving you. This is what is the key. Don't nothing else is the key. Nothing. This is the key. You want to, you want to see God's mind, the spirit of God moving mightily in your life personally. You want God to do something that will shake your, your whole system. Be spiritual. Spiritual. Walk with the Holy Spirit. Walk with the Word of God, and you'll be amazed how your life will turn out to be. If you are here, you don't know how your life will turn out to be. Then you are you are in the wrong place. If you are you are here up to now, one year, five years, two years, three months, whatever months in church. You can't tell how your your life will turn. Ah, <laughs> torodosko. Some of us, we have the map before us. We've drawn the map in our minds. We've done what? By this time, if you have drawn the map from here to here to here, you end here, you finish. By this time, you should have drawn the map, the last church you'll be building, where you'll be building it? In in 2070-something. At the last church. You have programmed, by that time, you are about 80, 90. You are, you are looking at the last church building. You'll be building somewhere in... Uh, 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 uh. Uzbekistan. come on shout glory to that glory. you've drawn maps there i've not done anything yet you're just sitting down thinking how you buy a shoe for your mother how you buy a, a watch for your a race watch for your girlfriend and all that uh, these are these not strange things And he said, verily I say unto you, (laughs) no prophet is accepted in his own country, verse 25. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias or Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months. When great famine was throughout all the land. Many widows, you see many widows. But I tell you of a truth, many widows go to the twenty-six, but but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save unto Zarepta, or Zarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Do you know what this means to us? It means that he says there were many widows there, but unto none of them, none of the widows was Elijah, Elijah sent to, but one. The question is, what did God see about the widow? Because Jesus, in making such reference, means that there was something about the widow that God saw and considered and sent Elijah that made God send Elijah too for the multiplication of the last meal of the woman. For the woman and the son to survive. The question is, what did God see about that woman? What was so unique or different about that widow? that He says there were many widows. There were many widows. But unto none of these many widows. So in the church like this, there are many members But there may be one person or two persons that all this message I'm preaching belongs to. So that if you do not reposition yourself well as we are teaching, i just watching, oh, Papa is talking, let me, let me, you close, and I'll go home. You'll just be part of the many widows. You have to choose, it's a choice, it's not a choice. choice. You have to choose whether you want to be part of the many widows or you want to be the widow of Zarepta. But before you are the widow of Zarepta that Elijah will be sent to, God will consider you from your top to your down. He will consider your ways. If I consider Abraham, says that for I, oh, take us to the Genesis. Do you, do you understand what I'm talking about? So if God looks at all the widow and says, no, go to this person. For that woman who sustained thee. Maybe God saw that that woman was hospitable. Maybe God saw that that woman was a giver. But it is not coincidental. It was not coincidental that Elisha was passing by the Shunammite woman's house. It wasn't. From all that she did for Elisha and Gehazi, it's evident that she was a giver or she was hospitable or she loved God. Because this man is not a, an ordinary man. He's a holy man. That's what the woman said. He's a holy man. If he's a holy man, so what do we do? Does he, do should we build a house with a holy man? But she, says, she said, this is a holy, I perceive that this is a holy man. Let's get him a room here. So God could have seen that this person is not... You no, know, The Bible says there is he that withholds. So maybe God looked at the widow and said that this widow is not one of those widows that withhold. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. This is the giver. And truly, to when Elijah went, it was left with a, 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 a small oil and, and small, what, cake, bake, what do you call meal or something. Or flour, whatever you call it, small. Then the man of God went. He says, Ah, God has said you sustain so me, I've come. Please give me some water. The woman gave her water. Says, so said, add some cake to the water. This time the, the raven did not bring it, so now I'm here. And the woman said, this is the little, the, 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 the rest is what we have. It's little. And I've been planning that I want to cook it for my child so that we we'll eat it and wait till, die, till we die. Then the prophet said, but you just make the cake for me first. Now think about it. That woman was an extraordinary woman. But that was the last. So she could, she could have just said that that was the last. Oh, I know, I know, but you see, between you, you are an elderly man, and this is my small boy. And would have used the small boy as care of. Oh, but I it was, you wouldn't use uh, 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 mayor as care of. Huh? So, but you know, mayor is a little child, and she has to eat and all that. <laughs> but she said, okay, and when to do it? And after the results came. So looking at that act, we could say, or we could deduce, or we could make some some assumptions, small, small, that that woman was a hospital woman or somebody whose heart was after God. And God knew that, no, we must not make this one die. So you can be in church and hear all this message and be a many widow. You can also be this particular widow. Choose one. Who will choose one? Choose one right now. <laughs> May you be the widow of Zarebta. Yeah. But I said go back to Genesis and just see something. See, see, see Genesis chapter 18, right? Quickly, because of my time. Genesis chapter 18. I'm talking about spiritual things, right? Right? From verse 17, 16, 17. Let me see what's there. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. So he was leading that King James English. Uh-huh. And the Lord said, you see the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what thing which I do? Uh-huh. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. Hi. He was talking to a man. He said, Abraham, shall be, Abraham was not a nation was a man. But it says, see that's how God sees see, that's how God is seeing what in this nation. Ah, good, eh? no. Seeing that what in this nation shall become a great nation. Great nation. Ah, in the nations on the earth. Right? Yes, shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Verse 19. Oh, this is what this one, when I, I didn't bring my Bible, I would have opened it. I've underlined to the point where it's tearing. It says, "For I know him. For I do what." I Who was talking? God saying, "For I know him." God knew the widow of Zarephath. God knew Elijah True? God knew Abraham. It says, "For I." This is God speaking. Says, "For I." Shall I hide this thing which I intend to do from my servant Abraham? For I know him. Ha, may God know you. Amen. No, may God testify that he knows you. Amen. I say, may God, te- when that happens, even when you are sleeping, you get wealthy. <laughs> and that's why I know him. That he will command his children. This is God saying, I know him. And then adding up to what Abraham can do. That's God testifying of Abraham. That for I know him, that he will command his children and his household. By this, this time, God says, I know Pastor Prince. I know Pastor Prince. He's commanding his children in Watching this Nation. What do you guys think? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Some of the children are not hearing at all. But he's still commanding. What do you guys think? Yes, that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord. They shall do what? So you see, what I'm sharing with you now is how to keep the way of the Lord. I'm not sharing with you how to just get money. Because a person who is not spiritual who becomes rich, that, that riches will become meaningless in the kingdom. When a person is not spiritual a person becomes rich through whatever means, it will become... Haven't you seen people sitting on their car with beer? Somewhere, somewhere on the social media, and saying, God no go shame us, God no go shame us, God no go shame us. No go shame us. They think that's the reason why money came. The Bible says he shall live it in the days of his you shall leave it, and at the end he shall be a fool. Then it says that they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he had spoken of him. This is God's testimony concerning a man. That he knows that man. And he knows the man who, who will do or to command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord. What I'm sharing with you is the way of the Lord. Is that not the way of the Lord? Yes. It's not the works of the Lord. It's the way of the Lord. Maybe are there shout glory to it. Who oh, has said something today? So be spiritual. Be sp- you want to see God's mi- me. I'm advancing spiritually until one day I'm holding a microphone like this, and by the time we check, I'm no longer standing here. I'm advancing spiritually to the point where when I say a business should multiply, I don't have to pray. We don't. I don't have to pray. Jesus did not pray for loaves to multiply. He just gave time. By the time we enter your uh, Jordan medical center and we just give thanks it begins to multiply yeah. you move from Jordan Medina to Jordan Tema to Jordan Akuse, to Jordan Kumasi to Jordan Israel to Jordan, that is how that's why I'm sharing this in with you so that your faith that should be how you think not thinking how will we move from here they're thinking how, they leave the how to the Spirit of God. Said, and walk the walk. I they do what? Leave the, the how. The walk. How watching this nation go all over I the world. Leave that one to him. He didn't send us to preach these messages for nothing. What do you think about our See, so you think like that. You are walking with the Lord. You know that you know, that you know within your knowing, within your world, there's a point where you know within your know even if they put a knife to you, you know this thing will become great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know this thing will multiply you. The business or whatever you study will go places. Yes, people may not believe in you, people may criticize you, it may not even look like that. Yes, because in Abraham's case, it did not look like that. Yes, the man was old, and the wife too was old. They were all old. At the end, that's a One day, one day. Is that not true? Abraham did not think like that. Neither did he say, talk even like that. No. Just Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. I said it on Wednesday here. Who he says, Who against hope? Believed in hope. Oh. When a man comes up against all the hope, he still believes in hope. Against hope, he had he had reasons not to believe again because he was old, the wife old. How can uh, such elderly people have children medically? Is that is that possible? So against hope, he believed in hope. The Bible says, Abraham, who believed in the God who raises the dead. Oh, may you meditate on scriptures. He believed in the God that raises the dead, and called the things which be not as though they were. Abraham believed that kind of God. No wonder that God passed by his house. <laughs> you believe me? You overbelieve? over-believe. <laughs> I say overbelieve, overbelieve. <laughs> That's brother, brother, half over over-believe. overbelieve, overbelieve. Over-believe. overbelieve is worrying him now. Abraham over And the Lord said, no, let me pass by this house today. When God comes to Ghana, appears as a man, will he pass by your house? Yes. When I said, I said, I, I talked about what? Pulling something from the spirit to a man. That's God coming from the spirit to the physical. Appearances. May the Lord appear to you. May he not appear to you in your dreams. May he appear to you physically. (laughs) Shout glory! Glory. Can we take one scripture? Shout glory! Glory. Wealth multiplication, right? Second Kings chapter four, verse one to seven. Is that not powerful? Let me give you some scriptures so that I don't come back to wealth multiplication. Amen. Yes. Second Kings chapter 1, chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. <laughs> May the Lord multiply your wealth. May He multiply you. We talk about wealth transfer, right? And wealth multiplication. Now, they cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet. That's why I say, I'm making spiritual advancement until I begin to see this kind of results. The results where it is literal, it is not a, a vision. It's not what? It says that the sons of Aunt Elijah are saying, thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. No wonder Elisha could do that. The man of God feared the Lord. What do you guys think? And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. Uh Two. Quickly. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for you? Tell me. What hast thou in thy house? And she, oh, there is a kind of Christianity when it is this not did you, hear, did you hear what I said Where, did you hear what I said there is a kind of Christianity when it is not what this is the kind of Christianity like that it is not Christianity and Elijah said unto her what shall I do for thee tell me what hast thou in the house and she said thy handmaid has not anything in the house Save a pot of oil. Continue. We all know this scripture, right? Then he said, go borrow vessels abroad of all. Some of you, you have started establishing branches of whatever you started in nations already. Some of you too. The capital to begin is coming right now. And he said, go borrow deep vessels abroad of all thy neighbors. Even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. Uh Borrow not a few. The man of God said, don't borrow a few. This man of God knew what he was coming to do. And when thou art come in, <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. I said the man of God knew what, what he was coming to do. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt, shalt set aside that which is full. Uh-huh. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons. Who brought the vessels to her, and she kept on pouring, or she poured out, verse 6. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said this is how her business began. Her business began from the multiplication of oil by the prophet. I multiply your wealth. It says, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil steed mean, that when the, when the man of God made that pronouncement, the oil multiplied until there was no more vessel. You, your business will multiply, and those ideas you, are, you have, I'm not hearing an amen there. They will so multiply that there will not be nations again to be established. Is this not? This is a man. This is a man. This what when I read, I go into hide. This one, because I have just read Monday, I'll go into hiding. Because today we are not experiencing this kind of miracles. Do you know that? We are experiencing more than miracles. We've all seen miracles, but this is not more than miracle. And today's Christian can't even believe this can happen. Where you go and borrow vessels, polytank and all, then that small oil you keep pouring until it's full. This man of God is great. What do you guys think? It means that if this, and we are greater than him, it means that if this man of God shows up in the next rise, in the same day, there'll be supernatural things. You start establishing the next rise in South Africa, establishing in where? Asia, establishing continents. Hey! What happened? Within a I'm everywhere. Hey, I release that grace right now. This is what you read in scriptures. And you know that as a man of God, you must make spiritual advancement. Because today is... This is what? Bring me the oil and let me lay hands. There was no prayer seal. Oh... I want you to see certain things that should cause you. To tell certain things must happen. Go back. This same man of God. M-O-G is coming. Say, M-O-G is coming. Verse 42. Go to verse 42. This same man. So, it's not just about, that's what I'm talking about spiritual. We will do things on this earth. Say, I'm doing, I'm doing things. I'm doing things. And this is the same man of God, though. Same man of God. Meditate, we are meditating on these scriptures and speaking in tongues. Say, Lord, the spirit of power, that multiplies oil. It multiplies what? Oil. To multiply rig oil, the oil money. <laughs> and there came a man from Baal, Shalisha. This is one of my favorite scriptures. The man from Baal, Shalisha. And there came a man from Baal, Shalisha, and brought the man of God bread of the first fruit, twenty loaves of barley, bread, and full ears of corn in the husk thereof. And then the man of God said, Give unto the people that they may eat. God bless 43. And his servant or servitor said, what should I what should I set this before 100 men? Give me the NIV of this one. The kingdom is not very clear, what do you guys think? Give me the NIV quickly, 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 quickly the time is running. time is running. Can we chase the time? I will stop the time. I'll subdue the time. What do you guys want to do? Balaga. <laughs> How can I set this before a hundred men? His servant asked. But Elisha answered, Give it to the people to eat, for this is what the Lord sees. It looks like this, but when they said this is what the Lord sees, something will happen. How do you guys think? Yes. This is what the Lord sees. They will eat and have some left over. Loaves of bread, a few loaves of bread to a hundred men. Continue and see what happened. Then he set it before them. And they ate and had some left over, according to the word of the Lord. Do you see it here? This is the spirit of what mind. Elisha, go to Matthew. Let's go to Jesus. So you see, it is not the only Jesus who multiply loaves. Before Jesus came, somebody who had started doing that. that <laughs> but I'm trying to let you know the power of God to multiply. God's ability to multiply. So the spirit of God in us, is also in us, he has the ability, or he has the ability to multiply. And look at the kind, the way the spirit of God multiplied these things. You multiply in the name of Jesus. Go to Matthew quickly. Are you hearing something? Matthew chapter fourteen, we are just seeing one or two scriptures, and then Matthew chapter fourteen, verse thirteen to twenty-one, quickly. And Wednesday we go to divine supply. Three means of supernatural wealth, what, wealth, eh? finishing the table in the wilderness. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat, privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds, see the crowds, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. Uh 14. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Uh As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, Master, this is a wilderness. Say it after me. Say, "This this is a wilderness. This is a remote place. And it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Mm -hmm. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. Verse 17. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fishes or two fish. And they answered, bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down in the in the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. Verse 20. Look as though the person God has the ability to multiply that business. To multiply those ideas. To multiply this church. To multiply your finances. Meaning, meaning that Jesus could have just taken your hundred cities and given thanks. And by the time you are counting, it never ends. But is that not what happened here? Or oh, Jesus didn't do it? <laughs> if Jesus takes your hundred cities and starts counting, it will never finish. To keep multiplying, multiplying. The more Oh, may we, may we walk in these graces? Yeah. Ah. By the time you withdraw money, when you go, it's still there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Receive that in the name of yeah. Jesus. Yes, That's what I want to do. Yes, sir. You, I want you to have business multiplication. Yeah. But me, I want to do this. Yeah. Yes, I want to fulfill the scripture that says the work that I do shall you do also. Very soon we'll be multiplying churches across the globe. <laughs> Apart from WCM, we go to somebody's church that is not growing. We say, go. Hey. Say, go, go, go. A great man of God went to somebody's church that he was about to build to lay the foundation or the, to do all those things, the land and all of the tractors and all they were clearing the land. When he went and they said, they thought he was going to pray, he looked at the land and said, Building grow. <laughs> building do what? Grow. May your building grow. Amen. The man of God got money from that that same man. He got all the money he needed to build the house. I said, May your business grow. Amen. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve baskets fulls basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Is this not powerful? powerful? The same scripture. I'm just giving you scriptures upon scripture. I'm just reading for you to see. The same Matthew chapter 15. So if God, see, if the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God can multiply our money and multiply our business. He can multiply through our, multiply our business or multiply our money by multiplying our money. Yes, sir. Loaves of bread. Say loaves of bread. Loaves of bread. Uh, the powers of the world to come. <laughs> we are about to witness the powers that be. What do you guys think? Is this is what we call the working of miracles. That's what has not hit the body of Christ. Healings has hit the body of the working of Christ, miracles. This is the working of miracles. This is what? The working of miracles. Is the working of miracles. It makes your hair, the number of your hair, we, you know. He knows the number, doesn't he you know the numbers? He knows your bank account. It's like we Henry CDs. May that handle CDs 10 to 100,000. Amen. Then so, I say may it 10 to 100,000. We won't see you in church again. We will see you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes, sir. yes, sir. yes sir. <laughs> <laughs> Then some Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked. Matthew chapter what? Verse 32, quickly, 32. Let's just read this, this and the last scripture and then. We take it from there. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. This is another instance. This is not the same one. They have already been with me for three days. For how many days? Three days. For how many days? Three days. For how many days? Three days? Some of you, it's 10 o'clock, right? 10 something. You're already hungry. From 6 to 10. You have started being hungry. When, when will they close for us to go and eat? Three days. Say Three days. And within the three days, he was teaching them. He wasn't doing healings and all that. Within that three days, it was just the kingdom, the kingdom like I'm doing, three days. And they will have a 3 days meeting. I didn't hear glory to that. Hooray! He just called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for this, but they have already been with me for three days and have nothing to eat. And have what? Nothing. Three days with nothing, no water, no food. And the crowd were all seated there listening to the man of God or as he was preaching for three days. For how many days? Three days? Teaching for three days. Today, do we have that part? That's what I'm talking about the, the zeal of the Lord consuming you. Today, do we have those zealous people in church? No, I'm asking the question. Sister do we have those zealous people in church who will be in church for three days and the man of God is teaching? And they are just there, no food, nothing. 12 midnight, 1 a.m. The next day, the man who goes shows up, keeps preaching, they are still there. With children. Passion, passion, say passion. Go and listen to that message. Be with me three days and I have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, or, you see how Jesus thinks, he doesn't want us to be hungry. He doesn't want us to be hungry. Oh, God is a good, say God is a good God. He doesn't want you to lack car yes, so that you walk on the streets. Yes, he doesn't want it. Yes, sir. It's true. He says, I do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way. So that's the same way. He says, I do not want to send you without a car so that you'll be fighting with a true, mate. No, I do not want it. So I'm walking in prosperity. Continue, 33. His disciples answered, Where could we get enough bread in this wilderness? Say, furnishing Furnishing a table in the wilderness. Where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? Uh huh. Continue. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Uh huh, 36. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. This is another, 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 this one was, the first one, there was not three days. This one was three days. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven baskets, with the, one, the other one was 12, right? This one was seven of broken pieces that were left over, that overflowed of wealth, see overflow of wealth. overflow of wealth. When you count and it never ends. See when I count the money it never ends. Money, it never see, ends. see see when I count the money it never ends. The there is end. overflow, there is overflow, there is overflow. Come on, shout glory to that. That were left over 38. The number of those who ate was 4000 besides women and children. Is that not powerful? I said, Is that not powerful? Without, besides women and children, say multiplication. Your shoes are multiplying. Your clothes are multiplying. Your money is multiplying. Your cars are multiplying. In the name of Jesus, everything that that belongs to you is multiplying. Amen. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to the last scripture, and then we close. Have a last scripture on Isaac. Genesis chapter 26. Let's go to Genesis chapter 26. On Wednesday, we read about Isaac, uh, Abraham's substance multiplying. Did we read about it? On Wednesday, we read about it. When it says that the land could not contain them by reason of their substance. So they got something from Egypt. When they came, the Spirit of God multiplied it to the point where the land could not contain their substance, both Abraham and Lot. And Abraham went to Lot and said, Lot, look for another land because the headsmen were fighting. Look for, that is what took Lot to where? Sodom. Unfortunately, he left Sodom with nothing. Amen. 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 He left Sodom with his life. But go to Genesis chapter 26 and let's see that one. Let's do a case study on this one before we close. Just yes, for five minutes. Now, there was a famine in the land. How many of you have been blessed, right? You've heard something this Sunday. You've heard something today, right? See God from that perspective. Amen. Amen. Now, there was a farming in the land besides the earlier farming of Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gera. Uh-huh. This Abimelech man, to. He Look that he did things. The Lord, <laughs> the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, now listen, go to King James. Go to King James. Go to King James, but see something. I want you to see something here. The Lord appeared unto him. There was a farming. That's why I say that God is no respecter of persons. Say it after me. Say, God is no respecter of persons. Say, God is no respecter of persons. Say the, dead, the third time, say, God, God. Is, no is no respecter of persons. The Bible says in every nation, anyone that does good is accepted of him. So he's no respecter of persons. He doesn't say this is black, this is white. This lives in Germany, this lives in Ghana. This one lives in Kumasi, and this one lives in, in He is no respecter of persons and places. Amen. Amen. Because the Lord appeared unto him and said, go not down to Egypt. Because he had gone to Gerag. So I think he was contemplating on going to Egypt. And the Lord came to him, appeared to Isaac. The Lord did what? And said unto him, don't go to Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Is that not powerful? It's when Papa P wants to go to Asia, then God says, wait, don't go to Asia yet, wait. Is that not true? Or Papa P is in Ghana and God says, no, it's okay. The people have heard enough. Go to Asia. So he says, and the Lord appeared unto him. Will you go to Asia with me? Who will yes, go with you? Yes, <laughs> go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which, don't go to Egypt, but dwell in the land which I tell you to dwell in. It was following instructions. Do you see that? Continue. So join in this land, and I will be with thee. And will bless thee. For unto thee on, and unto thy seed I will give all these countries. May the Lord give you all these countries. Amen. May nations bow down to you. Amen. And I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. Verse 4. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of the heavens. And I will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. So God appeared to him and told him not to go to Egypt, right? Who called that reading? Go to verse 8. And it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, say it after me, a long time. So God came to him and said, don't go to Egypt. There is famine. The guy was doing one or two to survive. Small, small. And it came to pass after he had stayed there for a long time. He had stayed there what? A the fact that God spoke to him didn't mean that instantly it happened. He stayed there for a long time. He stayed there what? So, some of you, God has appeared to you through different methods dreams, visions, and what? Prophecies. And. You have waited for what? A long time. That's what happened to Isaac too. Do you see it here? For a long time. It came to pass when he had been there a long time. That Abimelech king of the Philistines looked out at a window and saw. And behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. Now go to verse 13. I just wanted to see the word long time. God, first of all, appeared to him. There was a staying there for a long time. And then when the time was due, so the time was due. Verse 13. Start from verse 12. And then Isaac sold in that same land and received in the same year. Say the same year. year. So this is not multiplication of loaves. This is business multiplication. This is what? Business multiplication. Same spirit. So maybe you've started a small business that business will multiply just like this. Amen. Maybe you you started a big business, that same big business will multiply just like this. Amen. But start something. Have I said that before? Yes. Don't leave doing nothing and blaming it on people. Some even blame it on pastors. Do something. I say do what? Do something. Start something. I say do what? Start something. If you can shave hair, put it on Facebook, on Tonatone. where do we put it? Uh, (laughs) Instagram. And say, what? Anointed hands, barbering shop, barbering salon. Is that not true? Start something. Don't stay in the house and be be waiting till Jesus blows the uh, rapture trumpet. If you have faith in what I've been sharing, you will start something with the little you have. And when it begins to multiply you will give what belongs to God to him and give yourself fully to the service of God. You don't multiply and we don't see you again. True? That's what he's talking about. Then Isaac sold in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Uh-huh, verse 13. In the same year, the Lord blessed him. And the man... Can we read this as we, clo- we are closing with this scripture? I want you to see it there. And the, Can we all read together? One, two, go. And the man was great, and went forward, and grew until he became very great. Now continue, verse 14. Now wait, let me read this one because of our time. For he had possession of flocks. This is what I like about biblical prosperity. They mention the substance. They don't say he was yes rich. Who remembers the Job one we read? So this one is for he had possession of cars. Do you see it there? Yes. Sir. He has possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants, employees. Right? Yes, sir. And the Philistines envied him. There are people who were the indigents envied.